Nation, authors, coaches, speakers. Three, two, one. Amplify your mission. Access training. AYMission.com. And here is your host. He's a best selling author, TEDx speaker, and was even named one of the top 10 dads in podcasting by Podcast Magazine. Please help me welcome to the stage, Adam Lewis Walker. This week is a very powerful interview. We have Blake Brewer on the line, and he is on a mission to help 1 million fathers write their legacy letter. And he helps fathers connect with their children. Uh, we've got some powerful stuff to dig into. Blake's going to explain a little bit more about what he's up to. But firstly, Blake, are you ready to amplify your mission today? Man, I am ready. I want to say that I'm so excited to be here with you and just all the good stuff that you're doing in the world. And really, it is a privilege and an honor to speak to your people today. Awesome. That was a very brief introduction I did. It was all about kind of what your mission is and you know, who you're looking to help. Is there anything you'd like to add or highlight? You know, what are you all about? Please tell us. Yeah, so I'm down here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have an amazing wife. We've been married about 10 years. I've got a five-year-old daughter, Gracie Kate, three-year-old son, Bo. He's just started T-ball a couple weeks ago. And man, that's fun to get out there. And then I've got a six-month-old, Brooks. And man, I'm just like every other dad out there. I'm starting a business. I've got a business going, but I'm trying to be a good dad to my children. And I know that when I get to the end of my life, I might've been really successful in business. But I know from talking to older dads that the thing that's going to be most important is my kids and my family and the people that are around me. And I also know that my role in my children's life and my voice in their life is going to be one of the keys to their success. So I'm doing everything that I can do to amplify my voice in their life in the same way that my dad did for me, which plays into my mission and helping other dads do the same thing. Awesome. And we're going to touch on your origins. You mentioned the dad there. Tell us how you got to this point and, you know, really what is a legacy letter and, and where did that come from? Yeah, so I, I started on this mission about a year ago and it was one of those things that I could have never predicted that this was going to be my calling in life is to help dads write a legacy letter to their children. And God kind of had to hit me upside the head a couple of different times for me to say, okay, I'm going to go do it. But really it started with my dad and what he did for me 18 years ago. And it's, it's really a, it's a story that I share all over the country, but it's a, it's a, the worst day of my life is a personal tragedy. So we were in Hawaii. I just, it was 19 years old. I had just finished my freshman year of college and we went on a family vacation and my wife or my mom we had gone to Florida before in Colorado, but this was Hawaii. This was like our pinnacle vacation. And it was my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, my grandmother went with us. And we were excited to go. And the first morning that we were there, we went to a place called Hanama Bay. If you've ever been to Hawaii, you know, this place is just, it's awesome. It's gorgeous. And so as soon as we get there, we jump in the water and we start snorkeling and we saw some beautiful fish and then we came back in and uh, we were all kind of tired and laying on the beach but my dad he didn't lay down he he was like man we're in hawaii like i'm i'm not just gonna lay down i want to go back out there and my dad was my dad was an athlete so he was uh, drafted in the nfl wow kind of our, our claim to fame growing up was my dad was terry bradshaw's tight end so do you know nfl at all Barely. <laughs> Maybe some modern stuff now I'm over here, but yeah, back in the day, probably not so much. Okay, so Terry Bradshaw back in the 70s won four Super Bowls with the Steelers. Oh. And so my dad 
was his best friend in college. My dad was his tight end in college. So I have a, a, a cool picture of Terry Bradshaw and my dad and President Nixon in the Oval Office. They got invited up. So my dad was known as this great football player. Whoa. But, of course, to me, my dad was just dad. Yeah. And so anyway, he's walking down the beach. He's going to go back out in the water. And I was laying there on the beach. And I was just How thinking, old is your dad at this point? So he was actually 54 at this point when I was 19. And I remember laying on the beach and I was just thinking, man, I want to, I'm tired. I want to lay here on the beach, but you know what? I just want to go be with my dad. And I ran down and caught up to my dad and I'll never forget just the, the look he gave me. It was a big smile. And he just said, man, look, he decided to join me. <laughs> and my dad did what he had done hundreds and thousands of times, which is one of the most important things a dad can do for his children, which is just simply enjoy them. Like just mm. put everything down and just say, man, I just like being with you. And my dad did that for me a lot and did that for me in that moment. And we went out into the water and of course we didn't stay in the shallow end. We kept going further and further out and we ended up in an area that I now know is called Witch's Brew. And the waves had really picked up and I put, pulled my head out of the water and I said, man, where'd my dad go? And I see my dad trying to get out of the water and I remember thinking, why is he trying to get out of the water right there? The waves are just crashing up against this rock. And it was really the only place to get out of the water. But sure enough, a wave crashed against my dad and knocked him back down in the water. And so I knew that he was in trouble. So I started swimming to my dad. And I remember him yelling for, for help. And my dad had this really deep, booming voice. But this was like a, like a whimper. And so I knew that he was in trouble. And by the time I got to... My dad, he was unconscious and underneath the water. And so at this point, my mind is racing like, oh my gosh, like we've got to get my dad to shore. This is more serious than I thought. So I'll put my arms around him, just start swimming with him. And by the grace of God, the lifeguards showed up and helped me get my dad to shore. I think honestly, I would have drowned. I was going to say, was it not dangerous to go? in there as well or to that spot where he was as well yeah oh yeah i mean these waves were huge and i was just doing everything i could to hold on to my dad and try to hold his head above water and and get out and and honestly i don't i mean it was a long ways to like where the actual safe place to get out of the yeah. water was and we were laying there and they were doing cpr to my dad and i was on my knees next to my dad just praying to god god would you please save my dad and i if you you know if you've seen the movies when they're doing CPR to someone and you know there's a point where the water just kind of comes out of their mouth and they kind of come to their eyes flicker open I'm like gosh surely this is about to happen and my mom and sister had been over there on the beach and they saw all the commotion and the lifeguards and they said man that's where dad and Blake were and so they run down there and sure enough they see my dad laying there and and I never forget the look on my mom's face as she ran up to me and I just said mom I it doesn't look good I don't know if he's gonna make it. And they ended up loading my dad up in the ambulance and my mom went with him to the hospital. My sister and I got in the rental car, but they made it to the hospital where the doctor pronounced my dad dead. And in a matter of moments, this like best day of my life and I'm hanging out with my dad and my dad's gone forever. And I'm just kind of totally distraught. I've, I've got to, so we go to the hospital and see my dad and, you know, of course, I was incredibly sad just to see him laying there. And we go back to the condo after that, and I have to, I'm the oldest son, so I've got to 
call back to my dad's parents. I've got to call my dad's work. I've got to call all these people and let them know what just happened. And it was probably, so now a couple hours after my dad's death and I'm just in the back bedroom of this condo. And what happened next was, was pretty amazing. My mom comes to the doorway and she says, I've been going through your dad's briefcase and I found something that he was going to give you on this trip. And I literally had no idea what she was talking about. And so she walks across the room to me with some sheets of paper and hands them to me. And at the top, it says, Dear Blake, Natalie, and Marcus, my sister and brother's name. And she says, For the last couple of months, your dad has been working on a letter to give to you guys. And so my dad had no idea that he was about to die. He was just being a good dad and writing his thoughts about us and some advice for life and putting it down into in, a letter. And I got to tell you, before I even read the letter, number one, I knew this was going to be my dad's last words to us. He didn't know that when he wrote it, but it was going to be his last words to us. And then number two, I just felt incredibly loved that my dad would take a couple months of his life. I don't know what TV show he gave up or whatever, what he sacrificed, but to write a letter to us. And sure enough, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a letter of encouragement and it was a letter of him sharing some wisdom and sharing that he loved us. And obviously that letter had an, an immediate impact in the moment. I just felt a peace about everything that had happened. Obviously the next year of my life, especially I had to go through the grieving process. It was really hard. I really miss my dad. But I would also say that next year of my life, I developed and grew more as a person than I ever had. I could have easily escaped the pain that I was feeling through so many different things that would have been detrimental to me, but I didn't. And I attributed a lot of that, most of that to my dad and this letter that he wrote. And so for the last 18 years, my, that letter and my dad's voice has been very strong in my life and has guided me through a lot of different big decisions that I've made, even as I was graduating college, like what I'm going to go do with life. It's like, man, there's my dad's words. And, and then even as I got married and now I have kids, like it just continues to take on new meaning. And that's last year I realized, man, my calling in life is to help dads write a letter the same way that my dad wrote for me. Wow, man. Well, firstly, obviously, so, sorry, for, sorry for the your loss, and I, and I, I knew obviously that the the basics of that story. I knew that was coming, and it was still very powerful. Yeah, I mean, it, I go back to that letter all the time. And the last line. So my my family were were Christians, and the last line of this letter, and this is totally from my perspective of God that my dad wrote this. The last line, and now I help dads. I call it his legacy line. Now I help dads when they're writing their letter come up with like their legacy line, like this, the line that emotional and very much upsetting. So, but wow. I, yeah. So in this letter, I mean, how many times do you think you've read that letter? Hundreds and thousands. <laughs> yeah. Kind of sums up what you're writing. But my dad wrote, you might be in the minority here on earth for your faith, but I assure you that in heaven, you'll be in the majority Love your dear old dad and Christ Jesus. And that was exactly what I needed at that moment. So it's pretty amazing what my dad did. And, and if he only knew now that I'm helping all these other dads communicate to their children. And I really, you know, some dads think that, oh man, I need to write a letter and, you know, for when I die. And really that's not what my dad's letter was about. Absolutely. Like, like 
like when you die, your your letter will become that much more valuable. But really, with everything that's going on in the world, there's a lot of noise in the world. And there's a lot of different entities and people that are trying, the, their message is getting to our children. Like never, be, never before in history have we heard so many different voices in our life. Like a hundred years ago, just think like you're growing up like in a small community yeah. and you're not on the internet, you're not watching TV. And there's just like, like what voices are you hearing in your life that are shaping your identity and shaping who you are? It's like your parents and maybe a couple other friends' parents. But now it's like, there's so much noise out yeah. there, like thousands of voices. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think as a dad and as I think about my children and this is dads that are coming to me, like, help me, like I want to do whatever it takes to get my voice in, into my children's life because I know how important that is. The Talk Accelerator. Increase your income, influence, and impact. Do you want to do a TEDx talk? If the answer to that is yes in any way, shape, or form, or it perks your interest, head over to talkaccelerator.com. That's talk x c e l e r a t o r dot com it's got all the information on how you can get a tedx talk and why potentially you might do and the impact it can have on you and your message if you go there as well for a limited time you can click on the green button at several places on the page and schedule in your own idea clarity call where we can talk through your potential idea worth sharing and what makes a great idea worth sharing the tedx platform is a great way to enhance everything you do and amplify your message. If you have any interest in that, go across to talkaccelerator.com. That's talk, X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. If you've got a message, if you've got a mission, it's time to amplify that message and increase your influence, income, and impact. I hope to speak to you very soon. Enjoy the show. Wow. I, no, I really relate to that. And, and that, that's one of the main reasons I wrote, and that's how I approached, not like a letter, but I approached my book, Awaken Your Alpha. Because I always, and that was always the motivation where, you know, obviously I plan to be here to teach these things as they grow up, but you, you never know what's going to happen. And it was definitely a relief to get that out there for when they're older. But even now I'm thinking, I want to write something that's more applicable to them now and more consumable uh, than necessarily a, a full book. So for those dads out there that, listening to this and they're like wow I, I need to get something down they, they feel a bit of urgency because you do never know what sort how, how would you suggest approaching this and what sort of do you have you know a, a rough structure or what are some of the key things that you recommend obviously everyone's letter I'm sure is very individual yeah well you know my mission is to help a million dads write at least one letter and I realized early on that just inspiring dads to write the letter wasn't going to get it done because you kind of get stuck. You're like, man, what am I going to write about? And it gets kind of overwhelming. And so we developed a legacy writing method where we help dads. What I, what I say is every dad has a legacy letter. It's already in their heart. We just got to get that letter from your heart to your mind to a piece of paper. And so I help dads go through, we, we've set up a structure where there's different sections of the letter. And I just walk dads through those sections and say, Hey, Here's some prompting questions. Here's some things to think through. Um, and then I also help dads understand some things. Okay, it's, it's what you want to share, but also there's some things that your children, if you want them to be successful, all the data and all the research shows, like if your children hear these things from you, they will be more confident in life. They'll be more successful. Their emotional intelligence will be higher. One of the sections that I tell dads, this is the most important section, 
It's, it's the three things that every kid needs to hear. Not even just kid. I mean, even if they're 50 years old and you want to hear this from your dad, but every person needs to hear from their dad. I love you. And uh, it's not, it's, it, it's, I just, I love you. There's nothing you can do to change. I just love you. And then I'm proud of you. And it's not for anything that you've done. I'm just proud of you and your character and who you are. So that affirmation. And then I believe in you. And so if we, if a person has that, like knows that their dad is like, man, my dad believes in me and he's proud of me. Kobe Bryant shared in an interview about a year before his death. He said that he was playing summer league ball. He was 12 years old. He didn't score a single point the entire summer. And he was so frustrated. But at the end of the summer, his dad came up to him and put his arm around him and said, Kobe, I just want you to know that I don't care whether you score zero points or 60 points. I'm going to love you no matter what. And Kobe said that that was the best thing that his dad could have ever told him because it freed him up to go Mm -hmm. fail. Like he already had his dad's love. And so it, it allowed him to go fail, to, to try to succeed and potentially fail. He didn't know. So it's, it's interesting you hear when you look at these successful people out there and it's like, oh yeah, they had a good dad behind them that was speaking life. I think it's, it's important to articulate it because I'm sure a lot of people listening think, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I feel. That's what I think. But the important thing is that connection because it's a lot of times it's assumed like, oh yeah, of course I love my kid or, oh yeah, of course I don't care whether they get one or a hundred in, in whatever it is they're doing. But sometimes that's that's not communicated well enough or often enough, or it might not be communicated at all. Well, absolutely. I mean, in general, guys do not communicate very well. So there there is that element of it. And I'm here, you know, dads have told me once they've finished the letter, like, this is the best thing I've ever done. And now they're starting to live out uh, this letter and they start to actually communicate it more. But there is something to it where it's actually been been written down. Sometimes it's easier for guys instead of like having this really serious conversation. Yep. They're like, oh, it's written down. Okay. And then the, the children receive it and they can read it like my letter. Like I read it over and over and over again from my dad. Yeah. But yeah, I, I talked to a guy in a coffee shop several years ago. He was 65 years old. He was retired, but had been very successful in life. He was the CEO of his company. And he told me what neighborhood he lived in. I was like, okay, this guy's, you know, from the world's perspective, very, very successful. But he was kind of telling me about the relationships in his life and his children, and they weren't doing well. And so that he tells me that. And then in a separate conversation, he tells me, he didn't connect the dots on this, but I did. He said, you know, I'm 65 years old, and I still find myself living to make my dad proud. And his dad had died 30 years before. So that's how strong our connection is to our fathers. He just wanted to make his dad proud and see what his dad never did for him. His dad never communicated to him what he needed to do to make him proud. He didn't have to like go spend his wheels trying to make as much money as possible to make him proud. But his da- this guy didn't know that. So he was like spinning his wheels, doing all this stuff. I just got to make my dad proud. And he neglected his family trying to do it. And really, you know, a lot of... If if you really got down to it and met with a psychologist, like a lot of the things of what we do, like why do we do what we do, a lot of it's connected to our father and what he said or didn't say to us. Powerful stuff. I mean, how long is your letter that, that, that you received from your father? So the letter he wrote was about four pages and he typed it out. Some dads would rather write it out. I actually am grateful that my dad typed it out because it's easier to read. I can read yeah. it over and over. That's the uh, test of time. Yeah. Can, so, I mean, but what if the co- not necessarily the coincidence? Had your dad? Do you ever find that? Did he? Had he ever written anything like that before? Oh, absolutely just, not. That like was my, just a, kind of like the 
not yeah. perfect timing, but obviously it's, I mean, goodness, imagine if something could happen a couple of months earlier and he hadn't got that out as well. Yeah. My dad was, I mean, I, I had a good dad. I mean, just like he was not the perfect dad, but no, no dad is. That's my message to dads. Like mm. you were not the perfect dad. And that's part of the reason we're writing this letter. It's kind of a healing process. As you start to write this letter, you think about your own father. And so we have, we all have some, some wounds from that are caused by our father. Some of us have bigger wounds than others, but we really want to heal those wounds and let those wounds become scars. But we want to do that for our children. And so I tell dads, like you've, you've wounded your children unintentionally, but your words are so powerful. You didn't even yeah. realize some of the things that you said, like how that hurt them, or maybe something you never said. And they like, they didn't even know it, but at a subconscious level, they needed you to affirm them in some way. But with this letter, you can help those wounds become scars and be healed from them. We're going to smoothly move into the alpha round now. And outside of the concept of the letter, is there a particular quote? that has really inspired you or a, a favorite quote, sort of one you might have up in an offer, or just a, kind of your approach to life, anything that jumped to mind? And the, the very first question I thought of, I actually didn't know you were going to ask me that. And there's, there's a quote from the Bible that says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so I try to live my life by faith. Every week I come into it and, and believing by faith that something good is going to happen this week. And it's amazing. The more that I believe and have faith that good things are going to happen, the more good things happen. Uh, yeah, positive mindset is huge. And along that thread, is there a particular impactful book for you? It could have been just like a, the one that you read at the right time and it's what you needed to hear, a bit like this letter. Or it just could be a, you know, an all-time favorite. Anything you can recommend? Man, I've got so many good books that are racing through my mind right now. Uh, and I've got more books that, I mean, I'm the type of guy, I see a book or someone recommends it, I'm buying it because I want it yeah. on my on my bookshelf. <laughs> and for and the, like, obviously, this is a podcast, for those, there's, I can see bookshelves behind you loaded just to paint the picture. <laughs> yeah, and some of them I've read all of them and some of them I've read a chapter or two and some of them I'm like, I just have it because I know I need to read it. But the book that came to my mind right away was a book by Meg Meeker. On, it's called Hero. And so it's about it's specifically for fathers. So it's really as I'm trying to be a good father to my children, but also help other fathers be great fathers. It's a good book to read. Hero by Meg Meeker. Awesome recommendation. Never heard of that one. So love it because we do get a lot of repeat recommendations. So it's always good to hear a new one. And this is where I get my book recommendations also. So love that. From your network, and I know you're part of a big mastermind as well. Who jumps out at you as someone who would be a great interview for Awakening Ralph? They've got obviously some value to share and there'd be interesting entertaining for the show man there's uh, a guy i was just gonna say i know we connected sort of through aaron walker who i've had on before so i'm sure that would have been up there but anyone else yeah there's a guy named darren gray i actually don't know how many podcast interviews he does but he works a lot with the nfl and uh, he does some dad stuff as well he is behind an organization called all pro dad with tony dungy he used to be a super bowl winning football coach but he's a great marketer and has a lot of great insight darren gray awesome and in terms of you know your business and just and just being a dad with a family and having your uh, just your daily life, is there any particular resources that you use? There's something maybe not so widely used to use it in a different way. Is there anything you can recommend to us? I'm really trying to implement the 12 week year, which is a, a ah, great book. Yeah, and so I'm uh, just I'm just leaning over. Yeah. Yeah. Great book. yeah. So we talk about that in my mastermind a lot. There's a book that I'm really liking right now, Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. 
And so he talks a lot about crafting your story and sharing your story. Um, so he's got some really good things to say and helping people feel like the hero, like, like you're just a guide and they're the hero. And then there's a great book called Profit First. When I'm, I'm really trying to learn that, I'm starting to make more money now. <laughs> and so I want to keep that money. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then there's some things that I do, some affirmations each day to start off my morning that have really helped me out. Awesome. And if people want to continue the conversation, and they're very curious about this legacy letter, what is the best way to connect with you and find out more? You can go to LegacyLetterChallenge.com. And you can see all the things that I do and you can sign up to write your legacy letter. I either go through my course or I can help you. I coach guys. I do some group coaching, but I have a blast helping dads write their legacy letter. And, or you can follow me on the endurance underscore on Instagram. Awesome. I mean, I know we spoke about this before the show as well. Something like this and talking about legacy and I can see you fired up about helping people write their legacy letters. I think TEDx talk. As some form this needs to be on that stage get that message out there you know and uh, another resource we have is the talk accelerator podcast our partner podcast give you some advice and tips there but one way or another i believe this needs to be on that stage and share that message to to millions i think that will help you get a big leg up on that front but it's been absolutely inspirational listening to you today a very powerful episode so thank you so much for your time Make sure to join our Amplify Your Mission community on Facebook. Thank you for your cooperation. All right. Have a great week. Amplify your message and amplify your mission. System shutdown. Three, two, one.